2: Gigantic. It is january 17th 2024 gigantic pop take two it's a new week it's a new podcast we've never done this this week uh i'm glenn here with raj and matt matt good to see you hope you're well raj dynamite just ended
3: good to see you guys we're going on on a good Wednesday
2: yeah it's good man hey. good uh what's going on in the world of wrestling and the world in general
1: uh well I thought Dynamite was uh a really strong uh it had a really good main event tonight with uh Hook and Samoa Joe that uh I thought that match was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh easily thought that was the best match of Hook's career so um yeah I thought that was a, a good sh- you know up until that point I didn't, it, it seemed like just a kind of a run of the mill show but that main event I thought really made the show tonight.
3: I like the Buck interview. And a lot of people yeah. probably aren't going to like it. I liked it because they're changing their character, at least. And we always get on people for having the same tired act over and over. And not saying their act was tired, but just in general. I like when, when wrestlers try to make a change and they swing at something, whether they swing and miss or swing and hit it. I, I'm always in favor of it. I, I always give people props for doing it. So I love the Matthew and Nicholas uh, act, and uh, we'll see where it goes
1: yeah for those who missed it he uh Matt Jackson at one point said you know when they started with AEW they were changing the world and then AE AEW started bringing in all these cancerous superstars and uh I think kind of know who is taking a shot at there but um they're saying they want to finish off Sting, so because he's kind of like the last remaining you know previous era superstar, even though they respect him. So, yeah, you know, I liked it. It kind of reminded me of the Dustin Rhodes, Cody, uh, Cody buildup where Cody was saying he needed to get rid of Dustin because he wants to get rid of the attitude era. So mm-hmm. it kind of, kind of felt like that same, same kind of motivation.
3: Yeah. But like this time around, they're smart enough to know to book themselves as heels in this yeah. equation, though. They're not trying to be baby faces and say, Oh, screw Sam punk. He's the worst. Or, these other acts that have come through, uh, AEW, oh they suck, they're the worst. They know they're getting heat for it and are playing towards it, which and they're leaning into
1: it, which I like. I think it's a smart yeah. idea.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and uh Mark Briscoe, good tribute to Jay tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Brilliant. And then seeing his daughter come out and walk on stage, uh his daughters come out, that was that was just amazing. So really great yeah. to see.
3: Yeah, I thought it was a good show overall. I really did. Um Mm-hmm. so um Tony anyways, Storm, a you're...
2: delight as always,
3: always. She's, great. she's always she's
2: great. man. Well, okay so when is Mercedes Monet showing up in AEW because I keep tuning in
3: you suckers all of you all of you guys are suckers <laughs> <laughs> they get you guys just, gassed man. up every these, these, it's not even AEW doing it either it's these little sites that are probably typing or typing Jesus I'm old, that are probably reporting it and getting everybody all hyped up and then everyone gets you know the push the fishing lure hooked in their mouth every week and good for aw because it makes people turn in right to hope to see her mm. but I mean, how much yeah. longer are people going to do that
2: honestly until they give us a tease mm. or something concrete on television my thing now i think she shows up at the rumble i think sasha banks makes her return
3: at the wow rumble. that's your prediction now
2: well, because, okay, so if the dirt sheets are all saying, oh, Mercedes fell apart with WWE, so AEW looks like the likely suitor, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. AEW does nothing to tip the hand to, to say, like, hey, this is under, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think
1: Yeah, they're, they're not gonna, even dropping any hints or anything.
2: Yeah. I think the WWE thing, I think it's like CM Punk. CM Punk, that rumor was ice cold before Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. The probability mm-hmm. of that, the eight ball was saying, not freaking likely. And uh, then he showed up. So I'm just I'm saying, look, I got to give myself something to look forward to, Matt. There's got to be something now that Nick Namath is in TNA. Now that uh, Dana Brooke, Ash by Elegance, has signed with TNA, you know, I think uh, Mercedes Monet is uh, a big surprise the wrestling world is waiting for.
3: And I know people don't consider TNA like a real, you know, what, what we used to be as far as competition goes or a se- the second show um that we used to be but i'm sorry they got a hell of a roster they're getting better and uh if you ever watch their shows they're seamless they're very easy to watch it's one of the easiest uh uh wrestling shows to watch from beginning to finish it, mm, they, they yeah. just, it just all of them that i've seen just seem to be that way very easy to watch
2: well i'll tell you speaking of which i know you guys don't watch nxt but i swear to god nxt last night had a near perfect episode for entertainment value
3: yeah, really, I, you like well, it? The, okay, so I did watch it. Did you like it? The ver, did you like at the very end here? The two tag with well, the, the two tag teams at the very end were literally mm-hmm. five feet away from each other, and they accidentally showed it on the hard uh, on the um the crane cam, which they shouldn't have done. they were supposed to try to do zoom ups on your you got the team you like that do the um come on, the dude in the red sweater, what's it called? Chase you, they, Andre uh, whatever the hell that the hell that gimmick and that tag team is. They were sitting on the steps selling and literally five feet like of, I could fall on the ground and I would have hit them where their opponents celebrating and, and you weren't supposed to see that. So I was really surprised to see WWE because they're very good with production
0: mm.
3: to let that seep through and I, it stuck out to me. But the matches were good. You're not wrong.
2: And Brom Breaker has a personality nowadays with Baron Corbin. They had an amazing, like an oh, all-time yeah. classic NXT promo last night. Braun Breaker declaring their team the Wolf Dogs uh, and Baron Corbin's reaction to that. Last night was really, really good. It was just a very entertaining start to finish NXT. I, I could not have been more delighted. And uh, we've got a uh, new number one contender, uh, Roxanne Perez, going to face uh, Lyra Valkyria at Vengeance Day. It was good.
1: Yeah, but And, and kind of to your point, yeah, Matt, uh, Matt, to your point about TNA... Uh, with Hard to Kill this past weekend, they apparently did their uh, largest attendance Mm -hmm. for the company and largest gate in 10 years. So, um, you know, good for them. I've always felt like the one thing that really hurts TNA is that you have 12 hours of WWE and AEW TV per week, and it makes it hard to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, to to find the time to watch their show as well. But um, they did well. They did well last weekend.
3: Find out where they are on the network find out where where the, what network they're on and then do you have the bandwidth of being a fan mm. and time with your families and whatever it is do for work to fit that in you have to miss something else in my opinion to be able to do it um yeah unless you have a lot of free time on your hands i i would suggest you so fans try it um you know take a break from nxt for one glenn's gonna hate that uh for one week <laughs> give it a try in, in its place see what you guys think is all i'm asking
2: let me tell you something. I fell in love with wrestling again when I stopped watching Raw. Raw, I determined oh, no. is the problem. It was the main thing that was dragging me down each week of just my enthusiasm. Because you start the week watching three hours of wrestling from there, like you're just you're already exhausted. You know, it's too much.
1: Yeah. Three hours is too You've much. You gotta go back to back to back to back, back. Yeah. I wonder, you know, if go Raw goes to Amazon, um like would Amazon care if it's three hours? I mean, you know, they're going to be paying the rights fees for whatever, you know, they want a 50% increase. They'll probably get, you know, between 40 and 50. Does Amazon care? Because they're not as worried about ratings as they are subscriptions. And the hotter the show, the better the subscriptions. And having the hotter show probably means keeping keeping it at two hours as opposed to three. Mm. I don't know. Something to think about. But uh raw
2: goes to amazon and we could finally get the wwe crossover with reacher and i'm looking forward to that because you know <laughs> that cross- from- dude you got to watch reacher you're a fan of 80s action films it's that show is 80s action personified
1: yeah yeah, that's amazing
2: uh but okay so um more stuff to dive into more stuff to, to dig into the rock now it seems like it's been thoroughly debunked The Rock might show up in Australia, but The Rock versus Roman is not happening in Australia. Roman is not advertised for Elimination Chamber. Maybe if the Australian government wants Dwayne Johnson bad enough, they'll have him come over there. But it'll probably be to advance and promote the Mania match at Mania 40.
1: Yeah, if I were to guess, I'd guess he shows up and does a promo accepting Roman Reigns' challenge. You have Roman Reigns issue the challenge before that, and then The Rock shows up and... And does his big response? So yeah,
2: you'll be good, Matt. You still think this is the right call? The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. What? Either to do that match
3: mm-hmm. uh, as, finishes the story. Like, with as long as it's not, as long as it's night one, and as long as it's night one, and Cody gets him on night two. Yes.
2: I that, that's such a risk, though, man. Imagine if Roman gets hurt or something happens, oh, well. and then.
3: I, I, I tell you, I know the rock's the biggest star. Rock's the biggest star in the world. I get that. I still don't think it's for years. We keep saying how much longer is WWE gonna have to reach out to the Hulk Hogans, the John Cena's, the Stone Colts, um, the Rocks to keep coming back at Mania because they've not done a good job of developing their new stars. Well, they've done a good job developing their new yeah. stars with all due respect to The Rock and all these other historic legends, legends. I would not, I'm telling you, I would not have 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 bastardized my storyline with Cody Rhodes that we've built for two years. He's one of the high is he not the highest merch mover or one of them.
2: Our truth was um, in the last week, but
3: in the last him week. But LA Knight. are yeah. these are my point you're proving my point though these are all new stars and you're bastardizing them, dummying them down, lowering them all down one level every time you bring these old stars back. You needed to do it back in the day when you didn't have that young star that was developed, right? There wasn't yeah. many we have them now. So there's no reason to do this. This is my opinion. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it at the at the at the behest of screwing over a two-year story. You're gonna lose so many of us, me included. If you do not have Cody finish the story, because for years like I told you guys with Daniel Bryan, Punk before that, you you know, Hunter would always say, oh, stick around. Let the storyline play out. <laughs> when they never had plans to put Daniel Bryan over, by the way, they had to do that because the crowd hijacked those shows in real life, in real time, where it could not they couldn't be denied, right? But that wasn't the long-term plan for Daniel Bryan. They had to jump on the bandwagon at the last minute and finally give that dude his flowers, give him his respect, and give him the title, right, at Mania. But that was not the original plan, along with Punk no longer being there. So you can't keep doing that to fans and telling us to stick along for the story. And then you don't deliver. No, screw you. I will, won't, what
1: will not come back. But, that but means, what, if, yeah. what if you do it, but not at WrestleMania? Cause you know, we talked about this before, but if you had it at Madison square garden survivor series, and you do it there where dusty failed yeah, to win the championship,
3: hear me out there because there it's so obvious that this was being set up for, Him in Roman at WrestleMania, him being Cody. Mm -hmm. Okay, because if it wasn't, they would have started giving us tinges of the storyline now that it doesn't have to be at Mania. That, you know, how incredible would it be to be at uh, um, a Survivor Series in one of Dusty's styles of matches that he did during Creative. or he I'm sorry, that he created Mm -hmm. when he was on Creative back in the day with WCW or or the War Games or something weird like that. Then, okay, but they've not done any of that. They've let us believe mania is the date. And if it's not, then they should have implemented little hints and Easter eggs along the way that it doesn't have to be mania. It just has to be done period. Right. And one last thing before you go, Glenn, okay. is that the, the worst part of it is it's so obvious. Oh, the rock's interested. Oh, wait, he's interested. Okay. Yeah. Whatever he wants, give him whatever he wants. You can bastardize these new stars doing that, and it's not worth it. You wouldn't have done it to The Rock if Hulk Hogan wanted to come back when he was on his upswing. You wouldn't have done it to Stone Cold when he was on his upswing for Bruno San Martino or Hulk Hogan or somebody from the generation before them. They would not have done that.
1: Yeah, we we were talking about this the other night, Matt. I, I figured you and I would disagree on this point, but I just think again, it's Rock versus Roman is just a mega dream match. You just got. WrestleMania
3: it. sells itself, dude. It's its own
1: brand. It doesn't matter well, who's not, on the card. Well, it's not just that; it's sponsorships. I mean, they made twenty million. They made as much with the gate and sponsorships last year as they did that. There's international business. There's the buzz. They they're in the middle of these TV rights deals and having the Rock back, getting those TV ratings up even higher. Uh, while they're negotiating these new rights deals, I mean, it's just that that whole the whole package of everything that. Comes so why together.
3: does Rock have to be in WrestleMania to affect their TV rights? Why can't it be on their TV show to build up to a different pay per view? Why does it have to be Mania? Well,
2: the rights deal probably will be closing <clears throat> by May, so it seems right. like now's the time where they're going to do that. They're going to boost the ratings. You get that mm. through Mania, you get the bump. I mean, I think that. Makes a lot of business, and so what I think happens, I think Raju. You cheapening hit nail-
3: your stars, you're cheapening your stars, you're cheapening your stars. Are you going to stop actually, watching? In the last twenty years, this company has not been able to build. We've watched it; they've not been able to build new stars. They finally have done it. I know and they're but, about to screw them all.
2: Plus, Roman has like no real storyline right now. Yes, it feels special when he shows up, but what's even? I mean, the bloodline, like The Rock, makes this interesting. It. it kills two birds because it gets them to extend roman
3: streak to okay. surpass hogan so why am i crazy for thinking that rock can be a mania i don't care like yeah. I'm a, obviously it's going to be a good thing i just think you put him on night one and you have cody cat do his thing on night two because what it also does is it elevates cody even more that he um trumped the rock on being the true main event on WrestleMania weekend. You want to keep putting your new stars over and not jabroning them to your former stars. This is the way to do it. I agree with you,
2: but imagine you're at a concert and you're you're going to you're going to Coachella, which Matt, I know you think about going every year. I know I'm next go to, to the there. gathering of the juggalos, it's it's makes the most sense for you. You don't have your headliner on the first night, be Metallica, and then night two, you have your headliner be Nickelback. Now, Nickelback sold a lot of records. They've sold more records recently, but still. Guns and Roses
3: used to do that all the time with Metallica. Yes, they did.
2: Okay, they yeah. toured together. That was a little different, and they would alternate yes. who headlined.
3: No, GNR R- know, headlined. Guns, guns always G-N-R headlined. GNR They always headlined. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: And GNR was arguably bigger than Metallica during that tour. They were. Yeah, Metallica had a one real. I, I went to that one in Me DC. Too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's <what we're>
2: doing. <laughs> yeah, and did ice tea and body count open
1: no sound garden at the one i
2: went oh to. okay okay that was the other one. yeah interesting but i think that with the rock i mean you gotta you gotta set it aside but raj i think you were onto something if they announce survivor series is at madison square garden i'm telling you, you do survivor series war games you have to be where dusty couldn't close before you do the nxt takeover the night before and make that like nxt starcade um like you do a dusty tribute weekend cody gets and i know you
3: you said this last time we were on here i know know you're going with this so uh, hopefully our fans do i mean to cut you off that's okay um but again you don't While that's cute and it is an homage it would not have happened if the rock wasn't back which spells one more time he's still a much bigger star than the rest of your wrestlers we know in real life he is but wrestling is about what makes it better than ufc in my opinion is you get to angle where you want Mm -hmm. your stars to be and what stars you're making and elevating more importantly. You get to control that as a pro wrestling booker. So we have an opportunity to have the rock on a card and have somebody else supersede him on that card. The biggest star in wrestling history, right? Essentially the rock overall worldwide, right? Mm -hmm. Why would you not take that and do so? Well, to to up your younger stars. To to your
2: point, if Seth is injured, the odds of the... Roman wrestling two nights in a row greatly increase.
1: And, and, and hope, oh, <laughs> you know it's it's always a bad time to get injured, but just talk about it, this would be the absolute worst time. So hopefully Seth he tweaked his knee during his match with Jinder Mahal on Monday night. He's getting it checked out this week. Hopefully it's nothing too serious.
3: We don't know anything. About, has there been any reports on what it was? That his knee tweak was.
1: No. No. So he's it just. N- getting we don't know N-
3: MCL, LCL, AC, We don't know any of that. He
1: had to be helped yeah. back to the. He had to be
2: helped to the back after his match Monday. Yeah. Which, if you want to talk, I mean, like, no offense to Maybe. Jinder Mahal, I love Jinder Mahal, but that's crazy. That this will be the craziest misfortune in recent memory.
3: Well, let me ask this: What, what, if it's just a knee scope? And I hate to say mm-hmm. just a knee scope, right. but if it is, that's what happened to me on Tough Enough. They went from thinking I had a torn ACL and that dude you're gonna be you're not gonna be able to walk on this for like a month two when i got off this show got back to connecticut they sent me up with a doctor and doctor's like you really just need a knee scope you know that right i'm like no this doctor in los angeles said that my life has ended and like my i gotta leave the show and he's like well that's not what we see here you just need your knee cleaned up you did you did sprain it you did strain this um and you need rehab after we get your knee scoped and i was good like six weeks later
1: dude
2: yep seth's got 10 weeks
1: oh, yeah hope that's all it is at worst just a scope hopefully yeah, c- yeah i hope he's you okay. talk about i mean because there's a good chance he was you know main eventing night one and yes be the first time he's in a advertised oh. last match of the show
3: you're really gonna be pissed at me here raj yeah. i still would put Ro- uh rollins and punk as the main event on night one and I'm sorry Rock you're the semi versus Roman let me, let me give Matt his nightmare
2: scenario night one of Mania is CM Punk versus Stone Cold headlining and night two is Roman versus The Rock
3: I like the Stone Cold Punk part I do like that act.
2: WrestleMania With 40 Punk. they Punk are going to the, like if Vince McMahon could just come out and fillet himself in the ring for three hours like <laughs> for both nights he would do that for WrestleMania 40. <laughs>
0: yeah. Why couldn't yeah you create that, so...
3: why, Raj, why couldn't you guys create that thumbnail? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, get on that God.
3: <laughs> yeah. There's
2: content restrictions. Uh, but no, I think, um, but this is going to be the most celebratory WWE has been in quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think that, you know, the product is still really hot right now. Roman, Roman needs the rock though, man. Like it's when he shows up on SmackDown, it's just, they have nothing. It's like after Jay left, you're
3: not the only one saying that now. And I hate admitting it because it's my favorite storyline in wrestling in like a decade. Yeah. Maybe longer. I'm yeah. Being serious, Sammy Bloodline. Even when the beginning, mm-hmm. when he left the Bloodline, I was still super red hot on that.
2: Yeah, the Jay line. stuff was good. Then Jay left though, yes. and now it's like,
1: and and it's to the point now where I don't even care to see Jay versus Jimmy because they've beaten now, Jimmy so much. Yeah, yes. like he, he they kind of turned him into the job guy of the Bloodline. Maybe solo, solo and Jay might be good, but
3: okay, not as hot as it would have been. If you know what I mean, right?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and. I think with I think we need a regular champ, but I don't think you get Roman this close to breaking Hogan's record to just stop because it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a long time before somebody gets this close again.
3: I don't think they care anymore. I think they're so far like if Vince was there. I could see it. Yeah, is definitely a, a a wrestling historian buff, right? I can see yeah. him caring about it, right? But what about their parent company? I, I don't. Yeah, they give a rat's you know what.
2: It's weird, too, because um with Gunther, like, Gunther's not doing morning talk show appearances. Gunther has the record now for the IC title. It's a big deal. He's back. Gunther versus Brock at Mania could be oh, huge. I would kill to see that match. But Gunther, like, only exists in the bubble of WWE fans. He's sure. not part of their mainstream entertainment footprint.
3: No. and, and, and I mean, w- respectfully. Yeah have you seen him in interviews that are outside of wwe he's still getting he's getting better at it much no, i better.
2: understand mm-hmm.
3: but let's like let's throw me and you in the middle of like mexico and say okay now go speak spanish go
2: Wait, i mean what? shinsuke <laughs> what? did that uh toyota or honda whatever that campaign was with shinsuke and rick boogs going surfing and driving up the coast like they featured shinsuke and oscar and some other stuff it's just interesting about, uh, with gunther that it's like
3: you don't see him coming. I, I think it'll come so. when he when he turns. I think when eventually he becomes face because how do you not respect this dude? Yeah, how yeah, do you yeah. not appreciate how good he is? They'll eventually make him face because of that. I think. I think yeah. that's when you'll see it.
1: And I think you know if they do Gunther and Brock, I think they've got to do that. I mean, who else do you got for yeah. Brock right now? So you, you oh, do so Brock and Gunther, and I think that elevates Gunther to to oh. the next level.
2: Yeah, and according to Meltzer, we're going to see Brock showing up on WWE TV again so, soon.
1: Did yeah.
3: you? Can, can you do you have it in front of you? Because I think I. I It's the most obvious, like, it's not like some wrestling news drop the way he reported it. Mm. (laughs) It, It's so painfully obvious. Well, if he's not coming back in time um, for Elimination Chamber, then, you know, we could count on him coming back as we go into the Royal Rumble, closer to the Royal Rumble. No-ish. No, really? Really? I wasn't sure. Like, that's (laughs) not news. Like, that's obvious. That's stating the obvious.
2: Uh, That's half of wrestling journalism, as you just predicts
3: so what before i like said okay match. before i was gonna before i was talking to my wife about this just to, to yeah. run it by her to see what she thought it's like well about she, she she watches with with me she's like well, what about the average my, you're a former wrestler you know all this stuff so the wrestling fans have been watching this from day one but what about that wrestling fan that's 18 and maybe have only been watching for the last two or three years that's the guy that has that subscription to maybe the wrestling observer that doesn't know that's how it works, Matt, that you know what I mean? So there's a good point by her. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I agree. Um, so we got a couple super chats here. Bigfoot sneakerhead buck 99 saying We're Cody will finish the story at survivor
3: series. heard everyone's going to yell and scream at me, which I'm sure is coming and I deserve it, but I, I know it sounds bizarre and crazy that I would not put the rock over our, I'm, it's not just Cody. It's it's protecting um, the other uh, faces they've built up. I think mm. Sammy needs to be way the hell up there, too. And I hope to see something for him coming. Into yeah. Media.
2: He said some time off, though. I wonder if he's going to be back more active or if he's still.
3: It's all it's of coming. them, though. And even LA Knight, you know, all of them.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time.
0: And if you love the Filet-O-Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Well, so was, Dusty's, the- was Dusty's last pay-per-view appearance, was that Survivor Series? That matched with The Undertaker's debut?
3: Oh, that's interesting. I, I
1: want to say yes. I, I almost remember him and Dustin teaming up at, they for a did, show against the Million Dollar Man. Million Dollar
3: Man, they did. I first one that was before that, though.
1: Gosh, I'm forgetting. You might be right. So, I mean, even, even that much more with Survivor Series. Yeah. That was Dusty's last. I'll, I'll have to double check.
2: Uh, this is saying, well, in 91, yeah. it was the Rumble uh with dustin against virgil and ted dibiase uh okay. then returned and then... to wcw
1: okay so his last was the rumble then
2: yeah okay
1: gotcha it,
3: it wasn't survivor series uh,
2: well he okay. did wait okay. did he i'm trying to remember
3: now yeah uh, he... Chris because when, when, when he did the spot with taker and survivor series that was his last
1: yeah, no, he it was with Dustin because they okay. they kind of introduced Dustin and then it kind of fizzled out. So,
3: well, yeah. well, well, listen, if they're gonna do this, they need to jump on it like yesterday. They need to start throwing those little Easter eggs out now, or just flat out story yeah. development for this coming possibly now. Yeah. Um, oh, but... yeah. Sorry. Good.
2: Oh, I didn't know this. Do you know what Dusty Rhodes' last match was? It was an oh. FCW at a live event where he teamed with Cody and Gold Dust mm. to defeat uh Kaelin Croft, Kurt Hawkins, and Trent Beretta in a six-man tag. I don't see that. Yeah, that. Yeah, I would watch that. Uh Stellar Justin Lopez, 999. And I know you got some thoughts on this, Matt. So we're gonna get to that in a second. If Seth is injured. They did plant the seeds with a promo with Drew and Punk last week, put the nice. title on Drew and have him face CM Punk if Drew's re-signing. Drew is re-signing. They would not give yes. Drew these opportunities. No, no. Um, you're right. Yeah, if he was not with the company. But yes, I, that's a good idea, Justin. Uh, Matt, you were blowing up our phones uh, <laughs> about Drew McIntyre. And here, I'll, yes. I'll make it full screen because you got some things to say.
3: No pressure. Um, <laughs> just that, Drew. Are we were there. There we are. Okay, hold
2: on. Um, a Let me take this off. Okay, there. Go.
3: Go. <laughs> I was no pressure at all here. I was gonna say that how, how impressed I was with the promo Drew cut on Punk because Punk is so good on the mic. He doesn't have to be the tallest or biggest physically uh, physical person in the ring he's big with that microphone he's very great we all know that that's his strength is his promos and i gotta be honest drew's promo versus punk if you just press the pause button in the middle of it and you ask your wife or your family member say which of these two do you think's a bigger star Drew? in spades the answer would be drew to a normal person that doesn't watch wrestling every day he's taller he's better looking his, his wrestling has improved tremendously. And most importantly, when this point I'm making, his promos have gotten really, really good. Major League, home run, main event. I'm not exaggerating. WrestleMania main event level promo is what that was. And he's cut a few of them now, and they're only getting better. And uh, he, he just is, he, he screens the part, everything about him. He checks every box possible on what a main event, or in my opinion, should be um he's got no weaknesses in the beginning his accent because this uh, when vince was still there i know vince is thinking and vince is thinking i know like oh the accent's too thick and versus like we're not deaf we can get through the dude's accent okay we get what he's saying but vince's stupid thinking was always that sometimes even sheamus that, that their accents are sometimes too thick for American audiences to understand, which is insane, especially now where both of them are with their promos. Their promos are both very good, Seamus as well. Um, but I just thought Drew hit it out of the ballpark. And now is a great opportunity that if unfortunately Seth can't do it, why not go this route? Um, it would help get something there for Drew that he really does need. Um, unfortunately, he can't be the winner in that match. So it's got to be punk. But um, still. I think he stepped up big time. One of the biggest um, step ups I've seen from a wrestler in quite a long time because that could have, that promo could have went any way. And when people, I thought it was better than Seth's promo, if I'm being honest. And I loved Seth's promo versus punk. I did, but I thought I really did think uh, um, Drew's was better. It was more, it was more believable. He wasn't as like whiny, even when he had to bring up like what, people could perceive as being whiny of saying, Hey, Mr. Leader, where were you when I really needed you? When I was just a young pup here starting out I, in real life, I would never say that to one of my veterans or locker room leaders. It would sound whiny, right? But he was able to get that over and get sympathy. The six foot seven bear of a man jacked to the gills which usually means you're not going to get sympathy from an audience, especially when standing across from the ring from you is a guy half your size. Even twice as hard to get sympathy out of big guy. He got it. He got it while still looking cool, still looking like a badass. And his transitions and gear shifting in that promo was outstanding and masterful. And uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I hope he does. If if God forbid, you know, first let's hope Seth is okay. I do want to see that matchup versus Punk, uh, Rollins versus Punk. And if it can't go. Then maybe, yeah, maybe it's true. But then because of you now, Glenn, I got this stone cold potential <laughs> in my head of uh, anywhere in the arena fight versus punk, um, which would take a lot of pressure off of punk as well, because as we've seen when punk gets back in the ring, sometimes he gets hurt, right? Um granted, the times he got hurt at AW, there were kind of weird things. Him jumping into the, you know, guardrail to do the um, you know, plunge into the audience, right? That that's a that's a random error that you can't plan for, right? And you get injured. And then the other stuff was, you know, in the ring as well. But this would help uh, stop an injury from potentially happening, Raj. If it is an uh, all-out arena fight, falls counts anywhere versus Stone Cold, it will lessen the opportunity for an injury for him, for them both.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll have to – I believe it when I see it. There's no hints right now that they're, so they're going you don't that
3: think, route. You don't think if Seth Rollins can't go, Mm-hmm. it but, should go to drew with mm-hmm. all
1: respect. Just don't go in out, a
2: fair isn't. and just world absolutely
1: it really it, should and make sure to sign him you know i, I think he, if you're, you're if you're putting drew in that kind of spot i think you want to make sure that he's uh he's not leaving shortly after because his contract is up right around Russell. yeah
2: but they didn't give him that promo with punk without the expectation yeah. that he's resigning you don't do that
1: he, well, you know, tony it, khan might well w- i can see them doing something at elimination chamber Sure. sure. You know, Punk's advertised for that show. That's true. Um, you know, you oh, still have that. I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: Um LA Knight versus CM Punk is an interesting
3: idea. Oh yeah. Oh, those promos would be gold. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. uh, speaking of which you guys saw the Grayson Waller uh bit with him and LA Knight. Good for him.
3: yes, I did. And good for him. I was proud of him.
1: Good. Yeah, you you thought you'd think like the the days of the disrespectful, uh, you know, TV talk shows, uh, make kind of making fun of wrestling. They had a stagehand out there who was kind of acting like an ass and he Grayson Waller. Like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, I was saying uh, Grayson Waller just put him in his place.
3: He did, <laughs> he did, and he's not a very intimidating and imposing guy to be doing it. So, no offense, stagehand was bigger than him. If you saw, <laughs> yeah. the stagehand's arms were bigger. He's more muscular, it, but. He was doing this stupid kangaroo boxing thing, which was corny as hell, and yeah. making a mockery of the business. Yes, guys, it's a work. Great, good story. Cat's been out of the bag for frigging decades. Good job. Um, but, like, you're right. The see, like, hosts make fun of it and stuff. Like, even when I when I covered SmackDown here in Central Florida, when it was just coming back to Fox, oh, yeah, I, would I remember on each week and give a recap, right? And okay. they would do silly things like, Hey, what is? it you put me in a headlock and da, da, da. I'm like, listen. If I put you in this, you need to sell it because I'm not going on there and we're not doing any of that. Yeah. And and if not, and they're like, yeah, okay. And they're all game for it and playing along with it and and having fun, yeah. versus trying to make fun of it, like me put somebody in a headlock and then just sit there like, well, this this is easy. This doesn't hurt. They didn't do none of that because they're professional. Yeah. Where no offense to that, that 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 um show out in Australia. I know it's a long time running show out there, is what I read, but how do you not know better? And you have one yeah. of your own, you have one of your own that's made it big in this international conglomerate called WWE. Yeah. One of your one of your own hometown boys made it, and then you have him on the show and you make a mockery of him like that. I get mm. why he was so pissed off by it, and good mm. on him for stepping up. Trust me, the Undertakers, the JBLs, uh, guys from my generation are all sitting there giving them a
1: standing ovation at home. <laughs> if any of them saw that, as as did I, I was very proud of them. That's what that's what this reminded me of. Do you remember that time when Undertaker and Vader went Kuwait? Yes, and, and Taker was just sitting there, cool calm, not saying a word, and, and Vader got all heated. This was kind of the same thing. Grayson Waller lost his cool and was you know standing up for uh, standing up for the business while LNH right. like I'll just sit back and. I'll just sit back and watch
3: <laughs> smart play by LA Knight Um, uh, yeah. because he didn't, he didn't need anything to add to that. Right. right. Um, and and, and it was, again, it was just the one stage hand interviewer who, who grace had tried to punk out one more time. He's like, no, you too. You're doing it too. And, and, and the guy's like, the guy played it up really well. he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You over there, you're out of here, get out of here. No more disrespecting our guests. And that was a pretty good recovery. I thought. Yeah, And then the lady's like, what about me? He's like, no, you're great. You did great. It's not you. Um, (laughs) It wasn't that bad. I I, I hope WWE's not getting bad PR for that because it wasn't bad. It wasn't no cursing. There was none of that stuff. Mm -hmm.
2: I hope, um, I think Logan Paul should retain the U.S. Championship at the Rumble against Kevin Owens, but I hope they do one of those six-man ladder matches at Mania for the U.S. Championship, have Grayson Waller in that, have Logan defended in the match, like, I think, give a really good showcase. But the build to that, because I think Grayson, Austin Theory, we can get some rivalry going on. I think that could end up really stealing the show and being a fun opportunity for these guys.
3: Do they do crazy high spots with ladders, Grayson and them?
2: I mean, they certainly have done some some stuff before in NXT.
3: I, so whenever I see that kind of match, I always want what's-his-name in it. Um, Ricochet. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, Ricochet should absolutely be, <laughs> but But, you know, honestly, in Dallas, the six-man tag they did that year uh the for the ic title the one that zach Ryder won ran ran, kept for a night that was such a fun match to watch a lot i would love to see them go back to that well get ricochet in there austin grayson santos you know
3: great story they told
1: yeah, I mean that would that'd be a good action match, but I still want to see La Knight versus uh, Logan Paul. I just think yeah, La Knight winning a, a major title at a mm-hmm. WrestleMania kind of, you know, elevates him. He's he's kind of been you know kind of in no man's land the last. Like I mean, he's he's in a big match at the Rumble, but uh,
3: do you think? Let me ask you this, Raj. Do you think it's still like it was back, where, like when I was WWE or even TNA when they put these secondary titles on you? It mm-hmm. was to see how you did with it, and mm-hmm. then. Eventually, groom you to take you know uh, hopefully a, a heavyweight championship. Hopefully, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. is it like that? T- would you still say it's like that today? Because like, like a Gunther, like, yeah. Well, he's, he's proven his, He's proven his point. Like, I believe he's a very believable world heavyweight champion. I think he can be a great undefeated world heavyweight champion. Although he's been defeated, hasn't he?
1: Uh, not on the main roster.
2: No, still not. No, yes, Walter not may have team. been defeated before, but Gunther has not been.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. But if you're, if you're the U S champ on SmackDown, like you're, you're there guy every guy. week, you know, you are,
3: you are, well, Logan I mean, Paul isn't.
2: <laughs> well, anyone else would be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? God, that's the, that's the weirdest thing about SmackDown right now that it's like EO sky is our dependable champ who shows up every week. Everyone else is just a wall. Man, I hope yeah. I hope they turn up the heat with her and Bailey and breaking up damage control going into the Rumble.
3: Oh, it's yeah, I, or going into Mania rather. I believe it's definitely happening. Yeah. They have all the elements of it already spilling
1: out. Yeah, yeah. I think Bailey wins the Rumble and they turn on her. I don't know if they turn on her right after the Rumble or yeah. they wait until TV, but uh, I, I I definitely think that's happening.
3: And, and have we had a babyface Bailey that wasn't doing the overly wavy hand stuff? No. You know, what are the, Bring back the Bailey buddies
2: you know
3: the inflatables yeah the,
1: no that's what got yeah, her yeah, right. heat poor girl all right yeah, yeah. No, no fans turned on her because of that yeah, it was the
2: bailey no. this is your life segment is still one of the worst things they've done in the last
3: it is but years. she could still be a baby face and make I fun of coal like people were popping yeah. for that people i was looking forward to that each yeah Smackdown yeah. In, yeah inside the bubble there yeah
2: mm-hmm. uh i am Vish m Invish m Saying uh, you guys are amazing as always. Nobody's excited about Joe being a champ, considering mm. his run in WWE was okay. Thoughts? His next big yes. feud? Can you guys debate? That was interesting tonight. How they ended with Hook getting uh, choked out, but then saying "come back for more." Joe punched him in the nuts, and then Hangman came out, Swerve came out. So they're setting it up with Joe, but it's it's interesting him being the the main champ in AEW. Good. Yeah.
3: So I know I I don't think I think it's well deserved, well earned. He, he is the pendle. I know people like oh, man, WWE got injured, this and that. Dude had a friggin' concussion. Again, uh, your brain doesn't have, like, uh, you don't get to see inside your brain to see how long it's going to take to heal, like you do a torn mm-hmm. ligament or a broken bone, etc. And Joe's one of the toughest dudes I've ever met. I'm not saying this it is my first oh, thing because yeah. he really is legit tough in the mm-hmm. real world. And so if he's out because of that, it's for a right reason. We also don't know what WWE was telling him. Vince was still in charge and Vince still has a stupid thing. He used to still have the stupid thing in his head where if you're not shredded and ripped up, then you, you know, you're, you're lesser of a, of a wrestler or a champion. He, he's going gone that way a little bit with Kevin Owens. That was a good thing. Um, and others that are not full on body guys. Right. But Joe, they missed the boat in WWE. And you can't tell me he wouldn't have been an amazing world champion. Uh, the time to do it was versus Brock and Braun Strowman in that three way. And they, yeah. They botched it. Um but I, I'm happy as hell to see him be a champion for AEW. He's a believable world champion. You could see it the night he came out after he won the championship. All he's supposed to be a heel. The fans are all giving him his respect because how don't you give it to him? He's oh, most. Yeah. He's one of the most believable promos and believable in-ring specimens I've ever seen in this business and still to this day he is.
1: And I thought like that for for a lot of reasons I thought that world title match tonight with him and Hook it just felt like it had that big fight feel that, yeah, I feel like we haven't really seen since yes. All In. And what's um,
3: great is the stuff Hook was doing was the stuff Joe used to do. Mm-hmm. I used to freaking suplex Joe and, and, like, and I'd you know, go to the hard camera, shake the robes, and, you know, right. And behind me, Joe's fucking standing up and just brushing his shoulders <laughs> off like that suplex didn't bother him at all. And the fans are like, Joe's gonna kill him. And I turn around and start eating his punches and stuff. Like, yeah. he. The stuff you saw Hook do tonight with some of the no-sells and things like that, that's all that's Joe 101. Um, and, and that's why it was a good matchup, I believe, because Joe could really pinpoint on certain things in that match where to put Hook's strengths in there. It's another reason why he should be your world champion, because he's your most dependable when it's time to shine others. Joe's not selfish
1: like that. I do you think you should eventually take it off of him, or do you just leave it on with, him until it's the right time?
3: Yeah, you got. Let, let's let's bring the credibility um, and build the credibility of that title back up again. Um, no disrespect to those in the past that have had it, but nobody puts more stink uh, on that championship in a good way than Joe does. Of believability and realism. So yeah. keep it on him. They've got to figure out this three way st- uh, with Hook, like you just said. Hook, Adam Page. I don't think that time was right for Adam Page to come in and interrupt that promo uh, last week on last week's mm-hmm. show. Right Mm -hmm. after Joe, you know, had come out with the world championship wearing the suit like uh, Swerve. Yes, we got to see the Swerve tease there and the fans were feeling Swerve, too. So that was good because they were just going crazy for Joe. When Swerve came out, the mood changed and they're like, this dude's our guy. You could tell Swerve. Yeah. But then when you had Adam Page come out, it screwed it all up. It got it way too convoluted. And then there was a bat sign that ended it with the hook sign that was somehow up there and the cameraman had the perfect angle of it right over joe's shoulder what's joe looking at oh he's looking up at the top of the arena let's film what joe's looking up at the top of the arena oh it's the bat sign no it's the hook yeah. sign it was too much
1: yeah
3: for, for, for the three different wrestlers
1: and and One they're the also stuff. throwing Wardlow in there uh kind of you That's know right. teasing <laughs> and they do the promos they are you're right and so yeah
3: that's too much it's too convoluted let let let's get as much miles if you're not going to do anything with swerve and joe okay then i understand this yeah but if you are going to have swerve be the one to unseat him as champion give joe some people first give him an adam page to beat first we just on beat hook yeah. uh and others and then
1: have swerve be the one to do it yeah I, get... I agree with you <clears throat> yeah i think swerve should be the guy eventually i don't know if you don't want to rush it no. uh and you don't okay. want to beat him right now either. You don't want to beat Swerve no. when he's getting all this momentum. So, no, yeah, Swerve should
3: not lose any matches at all. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: uh, Matt, now that uh, Jack Perry showed up in New Japan and tore up his AEW contract, it's only. What he,
3: wait, what? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you didn't see that last
2: weekend? Jack Perry oh, showed up in it? New Japan in San Jose on the pay per view and wearing a uh, armband that said scapegoat. He had a, a long beard and hair, like he just got uh, escaped from the Jumanji board game, uh, where he's been trapped all these years. And um, then he, like for the camera, had a big contract that said AEW in big letters, and he tore that up.
3: Uh, so
2: what,
1: it's, what are we supposed to believe? He's no longer AEW. No, he's, he's with AEW. That's
2: not. I mean, you can't just tear up a contract.
1: Could you imagine if the, if you could get out of contracts by just tearing them up? <laughs> no, no. I'm asking storyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're supposed, to, we believe supposed to believe yeah, that he's so. again.
2: But he'll be back in AEW, and maybe he'll be the one to to unseat Samoa Joe. Sorry, I couldn't even say that with a straight face no, to get a prize. no,
3: <laughs> no, dude. He couldn't even ask Joe. No, no. Even if he was a waiter at a restaurant and sitting Joe, he could still not unseat Joe. When it's... no, 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 no. I'll never watch the show again. Not that anybody would care. <laughs> I'm sure they don't care, but still. Well,
1: if he had I, a, a Nielsen box, they would. <laughs> yeah, but like no, it's got to be Swerve, brother. It has
3: yeah. to be Swerve. Continue to build Joe, get credibility to your title.
1: There was a point in time where I would have thought Wardlow would be in there, but they've just They've, right? they've just dropped the ball on him too much. It's to not
3: wear. need to be in another group.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. Already
3: proven he got past that. Like, remember when people were counting his power bombs and doing that, and he was super over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AEW, that was the test. He passed the test. Like I mean, he Zach killed
1: MJF. at that. Well, like we saw Zack
3: Ryder doing WWE and many others when mm-hmm. they stopped. When WWE eventually say, oh, grab the brass ring. All these people, grab. I've watched them grab so many brass rings. It's not the same as it used to be where Stone Cold comes out and gets over. Fans go crazy for him. He says, 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Next thing you know, he's a huge star. It doesn't work like that anymore. It just mm-hmm. doesn't. If fans... Daniel Bryan's like the last one I've seen where they had no choice but to listen to the fans because the fans ruined every single segment, which was great to watch. I loved yeah. it. Putting Daniel Bryan over and chanting for him and things that he had nothing to do with. Um, it was the best, especially remember the Randy Orton John Cena championship, uh, like face face off thing, mm-hmm. and they were chanting Daniel Bryan the entire time. It was the best.
2: <laughs> what else we got? What else is going on? Huh?
1: Gosh, um, I don't know. We got a busy couple of weeks coming up, uh, coming up here uh, soon. We're, we're going to do the post Royal Rumble show on here.
3: Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah. When, when, when's When's Elimination Chamber?
1: What's the date? Do we know offhand? That's in February. So uh, here February. I can check. Yeah, we still got to, uh, February twenty
3: least... fourth. Yeah,
1: and what dates Mania?
2: August sixth. Or no, April 6th, sorry.
1: April 6th. And then uh, Royal Rumble's a week from this Saturday.
3: Yeah, So you guys don't think that's crazy, Elimination Chamber, is that close to Mania? Mm.
2: Six-week gap.
1: There have been years where they they ditched it, right?
2: Elimination Chamber? Not in a while. They used to do Fastlane. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: Did you hear my sweet new alarm system just now? How over was that? Did you hear it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Last night, I got a, I'm telling everyone this. This I was amazing. Drop $20 and buy yourself those little water sensors that detect leaks. We have them under our sinks. We have them behind mm. our toilets and we put them by the hot water heater. Went off last night. Our hot water heater was leaking within five minutes. Went out there, shut it down, prevented the garage from flooding.
3: Yeah. Wow. That's big. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I've seriously. had my garage flood with my water heater before. So that's a, yeah, wow, 20, like
2: 20, bucks. 20 you get a pack of them. And they make a high-pitched beep oh. when they come into contact with water. So you set it oh, down wow. on the base right outside your water heater. You can even put it in the pan if it's dry. And that way, water starts leaking. You're alerted immediately. Like, I was so proud that we got this locked immediately
3: because uh, this
2: would have been please. terrible.
3: Yeah. I will. x me link to that. That sounds like a great thing.
2: Yeah. So worth it. Simple, simple home ownership hacks. Hmm. But yeah, under your sink, any place where you're afraid you could flood. Like okay. <laughs> Much cheaper than the alternative. Uh, so that was yeah. good. Um, but yeah, Mouse and Jill at Amazon Lake. Uh, yeah. So this is exciting. It's an exciting time. We are yeah. basically in mania season right now.
3: Yeah. And, and by the way, we can't we can't I can't say it enough. AW, I know you know you didn't like the whole show, Raj. I liked the AW's whole show tonight. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they stepped up tonight with tonight's show. They ended it, like you said, really, really well. So I'm excited all around for once, um, with nice. all wrestling right now. Yeah.
2: And yep. TNA, man, this is the week to tune in because Hard to Kill got fantastic marks uh from everyone.
3: Good. Yeah, I watched it, it was good.
2: Yeah. So uh, be sure to seek that out. Well, there we go. There's some other entertainment stuff, but uh you know, Polly Shore is gonna star in a Richard Simmons biopic. That was nasty. As Richard Simmons. As Richard yeah. Simmons. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's
3: good
1: to okay. see him getting work. It is. I haven't seen him in a while.
2: I met him multiple times. He's always been a major asshole.
1: Oh, really? That's- yeah. Really? Was he? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not
3: blaming drugs, but sure, was sure. he? Was he high? Was he messed up when he made you?
2: possibly. Pos- I kind of just assumed that about most famous people. Uh, he just was a jerk. Uh, but I'm sure he's doing better now. You know. Actually, you know what was really funny? I listened to an interview with him on this podcast called Basic, that's about Basic Cable, and he he said his mistake was after Son in Law, which Son in Law is a great movie. He said yeah, that but- he should have taken time to pick a good follow up role. Rather than going back to just making all those dumb comedies, that's what killed his career.
3: What you know, like in Xeno Man,
2: Xeno Man was before that. That was his first movie.
3: Same thing,
1: it's shit. crap. <laughs> Son
2: in Law is a really good movie, I think. I'll stand so- by Son in Law.
1: I've never seen a Pauly Shore movie. <clears throat> she was super over on MTV, super over, yeah. Buddy, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember <it. laughs> wait, wait how's it say it? I remember, you that was his thing, right? Yeah, like, buddy. Wait,
3: I'm a- i'm gonna close my eyes and pretend i'm watching say it again
1: buddy
3: yes i'm gonna do three times folks you're welcome
1: <laughs> sucker
2: i couldn't believe last night we're flipping cable channels and the movie toy soldiers is on from 1991 which is die hard in a prep school with like oh, will reaton yeah. and sean astin yes. Keith Coogan, uh i need and,
0: to
2: watch that yeah like and my wife's like, "Oh, I've never seen this before." I'm like, "We watched this together twice. We well, have seen this."
3: Will getting two pronouns. Is your wife same age as us? Yeah, uh, same age. So and she, did, she, did she remind you that Will Wheaton was like the big hunk when we were younger? Oh, yeah, and, and yeah was,
2: absolutely. Yeah. And she loves Keith Coogan. She met Keith. We met Keith Coogan. Remember there was a day when I skipped one of the days of WrestleMania because there was a screening of adventures and babysitting with yes. Keith Coogan and then Grease two with Max Caulfield. Yes. And like we met Keith, she loves Keith Coogan, but uh, yeah. So I was like, we've watched toy soldiers twice before. And one time we watched, it was like before the iPhone. So I know you were paying attention. You weren't just on your phone the entire time, <laughs> but she has no memory of this. So I'm going to make her watch toy soldiers again tonight because, uh, that's a hell of a movie. It's Die Hard in a Prep School with all the hottest nineties yeah. teen uh w- guys. what's it on? What's yeah. it on? Oh, I just saw it on cable. We were flipping oh, channels. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you can That's rent it movie. for 99. It's it a, good a good movie. movie. It's a but really then it's good gonna movie.
1: be it's gonna be censored and everything on cable.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Just, just no, it was on pay cable. Just pay a buck to rent it online. Uh, but they're at they're like they're the hook of Toy Soldiers is that their parents are all super rich. Like one of their parents is a okay. senator, one's a mob boss. One's like a construction tycoon, and so, yeah, they hold them hostage. They hold the kids hostage yeah. to get money. I remember,
1: their I remember the basic uh, premise of the movie. It's just yeah. it's been like twenty five years since I've seen it. Yeah, it good.
2: It, it's a good movie.
1: Like I yeah, said. There's this uh, podcast called the Rewatchables, and they did oh, one yeah. recently on Toy Soldiers. And oh, really? I was it, like, ah, I got to watch it again. Yeah. Did, did I say Toy Story? I meant Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers. <laughs> yeah. yes.
2: yes. I like I like the bad movie podcasts. Like, how did this get made? where they'll watch like Mac and me or milk money or just one of those terrible films. And then they just like make fun of it for two hours. That's always kind of fun.
3: <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. I yeah. know it's
2: a sweet gig. Yeah. Just did, uh, did you guys ever see milk money with Melanie Griffith and Ed Harris from 1994 Oh, really uh, through ever. a weird turn of events, a kid and his friends want to see a naked woman. So they hire Melanie Griffith, who's a prostitute to like flash them. And then she gives them a ride home and then meets Ed Harris, the dad. And the kid's like, I should get her together with my dad because he's a widow and uh, the dad doesn't know she's a prostitute. It's like, it's It is one of those crazy that Hollywood was like, this is a good idea for a family film. Hmm. It's super weird. It's been (laughs) on cable lately. So we watched it. Yeah. Uh, I recommend watching it just for the spectacle. Anyhow, um, that's this week. We're going to be back this weekend with another episode of gigantic pop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, and as always, please take a second to to like this yeah. episode, subscribe. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate how how well uh, you guys have helped us get over the last few months and and uh, the increases we've gotten thanks to you guys. So we really appreciate it. And please uh, spread the word.
3: Absolutely. And what time will we be back? What Sunday... time of day will we be
1: back? 7? Seven, 7 Eastern? The 7
3: Eastern on Sunday. There we go
1: all right whoa oh, ryan armstrong
2: Twenty dollars I mean, super not. chat ryan thank you <laughs>
0: thank
2: you ryan i'm glad to see you guys back together again spelled together like the mtv boy band i appreciate that uh the three the three amigos <laughs> of the iwc i just want to show some love and say that we will be going to see the royal rumble live and in person first time for me wow. to see the royal rumble live and in person can't wait i'm excited for you ryan i wish i would have gone that year when it was in arizona when they had the first woman's rumble i talked myself out of going Oh, Never that.
1: Yeah. yeah royal rumble is one of the uh funnest pay-per-views to watch alive.
3: yes uh, yeah. especially yeah. For, for the the surprise entrant, you know yeah. part of it too right yeah so good good brian i think you have a great time good for you and thanks for uh contributing toward our, our show and following our show and uh glad you found us again man
1: yeah have a blast yeah have a great time man
2: and uh we're gonna be do we announced it we're gonna be covering the royal rumble live after it happens yeah yes on gigantic pop check um, it out cool everybody matt's at bp matt morgan raj is at the Raj gary and matt Glenn rubenstein now i'm gonna end the podcast and then i'm gonna pause for two seconds matt for no reason in particular uh Wait. so <laughs> no
3: that one got anything good no
2: <laughs> you got nothing <laughs> no, okay <I> got nothing. <laughs> so we'll see you back here next time on gigantic pop take care yeah. <laughs>